Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Ha huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast brought to you by Listener and Cosmos. Today, you've got me, Evram Yazgan, and I'm exploring ways to answer a question every kid and adult has asked at some stage. How big is the sun? At one level, it's easy. Here comes the sun in numbers. Our solar system's central star is around 1.4 million kilometers in diameter. Simple geometry tells us its volume is 1.4 quintillion cubic kilometers. It weighs two with 30 zeros after it in kilograms, and it makes up 99.8% of the mass of the entire solar system. See the problem? These numbers are impressive, but they don't make any sense. They're so large, so far outside our experience, that we can't fathom the sun's bigness. So today, I'm going to try to give some sense of just how massive it is. Let's start with volume. Just how much is 1.4 quintillion kilometers? Maybe it would help if I told you we could fit 1.3 million Earths inside the volume of the sun. But how big is the Earth? The Earth itself is 12,742 kilometers across and six with 24 zeros kilograms in weight. But this just makes the problem worse. Now we're trying to measure something incomprehensibly large with another thing which is only slightly less incomprehensibly large. Let's try and compare the sun to something which we can all wrap our heads or hands around. An NBA official standard basketball is 0.0071 cubic meters in volume. That means you can fit 200 billion billion billion, that's two with 29 zeros after it, basketballs inside the sun. Okay, maybe that didn't help. Is there any way to make that number comprehensible? There are an estimated 3 trillion trees on Earth. So the number of basketballs you could fit inside the sun is 67 million billion times greater than the number of trees on Earth. Hmm. Scientists believe there are 7.5 sextillion grains of sand on our planet. That means there are 27 billion more theoretical basketballs in the sun than grains of sand on Earth. That includes all the beaches and all the deserts. I'm not sure about you, but I'm still finding this really hard to imagine. Let's try shrinking the Earth and starting from there. If the Earth was the size of a tennis ball, the distance from Sydney to Perth would be around 2 centimetres, and the Sun would be a little over 7 metres across. That wasn't too bad, was it? Similarly, if the Sun were the size of a 75-centimetre gym ball, the Earth would be about 7 millimetres across, the size of a small blueberry. Okay, now I've exploded our heads on size, just how hot is our solar supporter. Despite its size, the sun is quite far away, yet we're walking on sunshine every cloudless morning. In fact, the sun is around 150 million kilometers from Earth. That's the equivalent of circling the Earth's equator 3,750 times. 
Like an island in the sun, we feel the star's warmth and all life on our planet relies on it. This shows how immense the sun's power is. A big, burning ball of gas and plasma, its surface is between 5 and 6,000 degrees Celsius. The melting point of stainless steel is around 1,400 degrees. In fact, tungsten has the highest melting point of any metal at more than 3,000 degrees, still thousands of degrees lower than the sun's surface temperature. The sun's core is estimated to be over a million degrees. In this region, the sun is hot and dense enough for nuclear fusion to take place. Simple elements like hydrogen and helium are forced together to create heavier elements like carbon and oxygen. The nuclear fusion from stars makes all the elements in the entire universe, from the oxygen and nitrogen in the air we breathe to the aluminium and nickel in the planet's crust. But wait, there's more. Extending millions of kilometres from the sun's surface is a mysterious something called the coronasphere. Nope, nothing to do with coronavirus. This is a safe space. The coronasphere can be seen from Earth during a solar eclipse. Despite being far from the sun's core, the coronasphere is a veil of plasma also reaching a million degrees in temperature. Its intense magnetic radiation fires out through the solar system. The hot plasma in this region becomes solar wind, speeding away from the sun at velocities in excess of 2 million kilometers per hour. We are protected from this harmful radiation on Earth by Earth's own magnetic field. But interestingly, the sun's coronasphere also protects us from more harmful gamma radiation being projected by stars, nebula, and pulsars throughout the galaxy and universe. As the saying goes, there are many ways to skin a cat or fry the Earth. But now we have hundreds of satellites, astronauts and aircraft which are at risk of being damaged by the magnetic radiation of the coronasphere. Such damage would have a huge impact on cabling, rail networks and personal electronics. The moody monster in the centre of the solar system breaks out in sunspots and solar flares when it is most destructive. And the sun emphasised this in April, when, like a blister in the sun, a sunspot erupted twice in quick succession. The resulting solar flares caused a minor but long-lasting radio blackout over Australia and Southeast Asia. Scientists have been tracking the sun's roughly 22-year cycle since 1755. Every 11 years, its magnetic pole flips and we see an increase in sunspots and flares. We are entering such a period now, albeit a bit early. Last year, NASA's Parker Solar Probe became the first spacecraft to touch the sun's coronasphere. It will not get closer than 6 million kilometres from the sun's surface, but the Parker Solar Probe aims to help scientists answer questions like how the sun's coronasphere gets so hot despite extending millions of kilometres into cold, empty space. The fact is, despite seeing our giant friend every day, we still know very little about the sun. We can barely get our heads around how big it is. Despite being so far away, the sun shapes our daily life and experience. It protects us from the worst the universe has to offer, yet could cook us in an instant if it weren't for our own earthly defences. We tell children not to stare at the sun, 
but that's just not how humans are. We're curious. So as long as we keep asking questions like, how big is the sun? We'll keep looking for answers to the universe's many mysteries. We'll be back soon with even more in-depth answers to life's big and small questions. But in the meantime, head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next week for another Ha! Science Explained.